Welcome to Rooted and Reaching, a podcast from the Unitarian Universalist Congregation of Columbia in Columbia, Maryland, where we celebrate the beauty of our diversity. In our conversations here, we share stories of our journeys and explore ideas that challenge us in order to nurture the interdependent web of which we are all a part. We are rooted in faith, reaching for community. In this episode, we'll chat with Sean Griffin, who became executive director at UUCC in 2019. Sean will talk with us about his experience working the midnight shift as a college radio DJ. Hi, Sean. Hi, Sarah. Thanks for being with us, whatever that means. <laughs> I heard that you were a, a DJ in college. I was indeed. I also had hair down in between my shoulder blades and used the word dude regularly in sentences. Also had a really rocking mustache and goatee that was a lot less gray than this is now. So yeah, I was quite, this, quite a sight. This was a lifestyle. It was totally a lifestyle. I also wore a lot of tie-dyes, but I did not identify as a hippie, as we were called at that time. So a whole that's a whole nother story of why I ultimately cut it, too, because I got a job working for UPS. Oh. That, that was my first kind of real corporate job, but they have some very strict um, appearance guidelines, and I had to cut my hair, and I needed a job more than I needed my hair, so. Right. The man yeah. got you down. The man got me down, Yes. <laughs> Yes, they did. Okay, so back to DJing. How did that start? How did you get that job? Yeah, so I've always loved music, just being around music and being around that, being around creativity. I, it's hard actually to remember that was three decades ago now, why that started. And I don't remember what was sort of the instigating event in that, but um, I just thought it was really cool. And so I ended up actually taking the overnight shift, the midnight to 3 a.m. shift on Saturday nights. So it was a WUSCFM, WUSCFM 90.5, left of the dial. <laughs> that was my college radio station. And you could play truly anything that you wanted. Even for college radio, you could really play anything. And what did your heart want some of this time? (laughs) Oh boy. Um, So a lot of bands that, that folks may not even know of, but Front Left Tire was a good band. Uh, There's a band called Guar. Um, But I went from that to uh, another favorite band was a band called Poi Dog Pondering, which was a large outfit uh, from Hawaii. Um, I actually saw them at South by Southwest in Austin. They were amazing. Lots and lots of really great alternative bands. This was back in the, just to date myself, this was in the late 80s, early 90s. So very much the heyday of alternative music back when REM was just a little band out of Athens. It was before that music became kind of explicitly popular. It was something that we held and we owned and it was wonderful. So you went you went to a lot of shows. I went to a lot of shows, yes. Do you have so, any standout shows? So uh, one of my favorite, most disastrous shows was seeing, if you, there was a band 
that became hugely popular, Hootie and the Blowfish, which was a college band. They were just a bunch of college guys at my university. So they were a lot of fun. Boy, what was one of my favorite standout shows? Um, saw Motorhead at, yeah. a, at a little, um, like a thousand seat arena kind of thing, like a little basketball place. That was an amazing show. Um, just, yeah, it was just going to a show anywhere. It was just to hear music and to hear musicians making art, expressing their stuff. It's just fabulous. And it's, even now, I mean, it's something I really, really miss. Yeah, I bet. Um, I've taken my, uh, my youngest, he and I bonded over going to a lot of bands before we couldn't go anymore. And that was always a lot of fun. I took him to a lot of punk shows, which sort of reliving my youth again through him, so... Yeah, I miss shows too. <laughs> um, okay, so 12 to 3 a.m. Like, is that a time that somebody wants to DJ or? So no, generally part of what really the reason. That. <laughs> so like all things, like the, the folks that had been there that were most senior got to pick their okay. show times first. And then those of us that were brand new got the leftovers. And I actually was, for a lot of my life, I was very much a night person. Some folks know that before I came to UUCC, um, I worked in the performing arts for a long time. And that just sort of fit me. I mean, I, one of my favorite stories, I actually had the album that I played to this on my radio show was an interview with Charlie Parker, better known as Bird, from a New York radio station where the DJ asked, says to Bird, thank you so much. It's so glad you're here today. And Bird says, well, this is a really valuable experience for me to be here this morning. I've learned something very important. And DJ says, oh, what is that? And Bird says, I learned that 10 o'clock happens twice every day. <laughs> that was my life for a long time. I mean, waking up at the crack of noon, of course, that didn't really fit a college school schedule, but it was my life schedule. Classes were tough. But yeah, I would wake up late and then be working until 11 o'clock or midnight at night, so... Um, I enjoyed the nighttime. Yeah. Until I got to an age when mornings, it just wasn't quite the same anymore. Right. Children will do that to you. Children <laughs> will do that to you. So I assume people could call into this show, right? Yes, they could. Yes. And so how did the request process work? Just people would request stuff. How lenient were you with providing people with what they requested? Sure. So the, the radio station only had, I think, two or three rules. One is that you couldn't play anything that was top 40. We couldn't play anything popular, which was great. Yeah. You couldn't play a song that you had played on your last show. So hmm. you always had to play fresh music. And there was a third rule. It probably had something to do with profanity, but I don't know that we even paid that much attention to it. But yeah, there was something else, but I don't remember. Um, so pretty much as long as someone was asked for something in those parameters, you could play it if you wanted to. Yeah, we always had, this was a, um, a, a school in the deep south, so I always had those folks who would call in wanting to hear Freebird, which we didn't play, <laughs> but we would have much more fun requests. And particularly, I always loved requests for somebody to play something that I was not familiar with. Right. Those were my favorites. And I really tried to make space for those type of requests. And I still try to. I mean, introduce me to something that's totally new to my world. And that's interesting and exciting. Yeah. Were there like regulars? Is that something that happens or? 
sort of a little bit. There was <laughs> there was one person who sort of became a groupie, who sort of became a stalker, who hmm. sort of became a little icky. Um, but for the most part, people were just people were really pretty chill. Yeah, it was not a whole lot of regular listeners. Sometimes it felt like I was just playing the music for myself and that was actually okay too. Yeah. Any weird callers or weird night stories that you're willing to share? Because we know that this was midnight to 3 a.m. So we know there's a story here, but. Yeah. So uh, the one that has still stuck with me forever is a young woman equal at the age that I was um, had called me was just having a really horrible time. She'd had a really tough night that had kind of been, she felt like part of a tough life. And she reached out to make a connection. And I played some music that helped her. And then, um, you know, one of the songs I remember was that I played for her was the song, uh, Don't Give Up. Mm. And just tried to play things that would reach her. There was another song that, that I adore um, called Let the Day Begin, which is this wonderful, upbeat, just amazing piece of music. And then afterwards, I decided to meet her at one of the bars that stayed open all night long. There we go. Um, and no, that that went that went south quickly. That, okay. And that's probably uh, an NSFW, not safe for work story to share. <laughs> so what was the worst part of it? It seems like the best is like you just, this was a good fit and you love this and it fit with the time, that time in your life. Mm-hmm. What did you hate about it? Is there anything to hate? You know, the truth is no, there wasn't. There no. wasn't anything to hate. You know, I was surrounded by music. I got, I had a lot of freedom to choose. Right. Um, I occasionally helped other people or reached out to them or gave them something that excited them or touched their lives. You know, I had total freedom at that time. And I don't know that you could ask for more freedom being surrounded by great art, even it's punk music, you know, guitar, drums, and a singer. And it was, it was a great time in my life. So no, there was, there was nothing that I hated about it. That's good. I was kind of like, I hope there's no answer to this question. (laughs) So I guess, did you do that until you were done school? So I, I kept up with it through most of my college time. Um, I only needed to commit to doing one show a week. I wasn't able to keep that particular slot when I started to do more theater, um, just because I would often be at the theater until close to midnight. And frankly, once you get done with a show, you want to be social with your fellow actors and technicians. So Doing a show and then going to work was not how I wanted to do things. Um, Do you still listen to the same music that you listened to then? Or has your musical taste evolved? um, I listen to a lot of the same music that I listened to then. Um, My musical tastes are super broad. Um, I enjoy bluegrass and jazz and screaming punk What I enjoy is the artist and the instrument and what those things put together can make. It's why I love sculpture and and painting and so many of the visual arts too. It's 
what exists up here, an artist takes through the tools. And sometimes the tool is just the voice. Sometimes it's these other tools and create something interesting in the world. How about top 40? You know, part of me was just like, oh, top 40. And at the same time, those are people that still have great command of their craft. So um, in my household, the shows like uh, the singing competitions are very popular to be on our television. Um, And usually they've got top 40 pop artists, whatever, as the judges. They really do have command of music as an art and can speak and express very eloquently in the language of sharps and flats and rests and all of the elements that go into that. I may not like, it may, that's not fair. what they end up creating and putting in the marketplace may feel too much like it's for the marketplace for me rather than being an expression of art. But it's not fair to somehow um, look less at the skills of those individuals because they really do have tremendous musical skills. They've just been able to monetize them and they respond to the market in a way that I don't care for. Right. Okay. Well, To wrap it up, I think I want to know what you listen to currently. A favorite song, a favorite artist? Um, So I continue to listen to Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Yeah. Um, David Byrne's new stuff continues to amaze. Ray LaMontagne. Do you know that David Byrne is local? He's from Baltimore County. No, I didn't know that. He's from Halethorpe. He's the... I'm not going to say the only good thing. He's one of the best things to come out of. Nice. Sorry, I cut you off. Gosh, I'm just trying to think of. uh, So I'm listening to a lot of uh, jazz. I'm getting kind of returning back to some of my opera roots. Ooh. Um, I used to do a lot of work in opera. So um, I was listening to uh, a bit of Madama Butterfly and uh, Turundot the other day, just sort of satisfying that particular itch if you will. Yeah. Um, Music can be, music is powerful. Art is powerful. And I think we need to recognize that the the power it can do to affect your heart and affect your mind. It is, that's, that's why art is there. boy it can do some amazing things and if you're not careful it is it is strong strong medicine it is strong medicine thank you so much you're welcome take care thank you sarah bye-bye